What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 476 here on Wednesday, August 16th. And guess what? Well, it's Groundhog Day again. And <laughs> I feel like every time we do these episodes, it's either it's either some bad hunter news yeah or a trump indictment <laughs> for the last <laughs> two yeah, months that's what it's been, it's been. that's it's, and <laughs> it's interesting because so regularity yeah of course the big news is that trump was indicted again uh in georgia which we knew was coming for a long time but the the timing again i know right very interesting coincidence huh i mean i don't believe in coincidence no. in politics uh, um, four times no. yeah four times well it was funny because on friday of course, we had the special counsel announcement in the Hunter Biden investigation, uh, which we're going to talk about yeah. more in depth. Yeah. Um, but almost immediately, uh, my I was texting with my mom, and she's like, so how soon is Trump going to be indicted? And I was like, I don't know, you know, probably early next week. Um, I was like, they got caught off guard today, so they don't have yeah. ready to go. And what do yeah. you know? Monday. Monday, yeah. First thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this, I mean, this indictment, I think, this one is one of the most egregious ones of, of as far as uh, political abuses of the legal system yeah. go. And Jan Jan the January 6th one is also equally bad. That one's really bad, too. Yeah. But this one even more so because some yeah. of the things referenced in it, uh, we're going to talk oh, about yeah, because we are. Yep. About, but, yep. uh, you know, th this one is a gazillion counts against him. I think it's like 13 or whatever counts against him. Uh, it also includes 18 other defendants besides Trump. Including Rudy Giuliani, who is his lawyer. Yeah. So talk about you know yeah. abuses of the legal system. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Meadows uh, and a whole bunch more people. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a this is going to be the longest one well, because and, of, because of how many co defendants and everybody filing pre motion you know pre trial motions and everything. This this is going to be a long trial for sure yeah. for sure. But the Fulton County DA is clearly a political operative. What's her name? Fanny Willis. It's some dumbass. Yeah. Don't even get me started on yeah. that. Um, but she's clearly a liberal, okay? Yeah. The It's a deep blue county. It's going to be a liberal judge. It's oh, going to yeah. be a liberal jury. Yeah. The railroading is on. But most egregious of the entire this thing. This is where Ossoff uh, won the Senate seat around here. Oh, yeah. And uh, who's the, the pastor? What's his name? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Interestingly um, enough, yeah. it's also the same county where the water main broke. Ah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we well, can't count any more ballots. Yeah. There's water. But yet, they but yet they can uh, they can go in there and open up all these crates of ballots yeah, yeah, and start yeah, counting them yeah. and running them through the machines. Yeah, right. Yep. Uh, yeah, that, that that makes sense. I know. Um, but the most egregious thing is the fact that this is a charge under RICO. Yeah, I which, mean, I mean that we found that out in May, in which case it was only a matter of time before he got indicted. Uh -huh. I mean, well, but. Uh, Nobody Rico, escapes Rico. Rico is not meant for this application. No, it's this not. This is not what Rico is meant to be used for or against. But it was noted that Georgia has some of the most lax interpretations of course, regarding yeah, Rico yeah. statutes. I mean, if you want to get somebody on a uh -huh. I mean, it, it's already easy to get people on Rico charges. Well, it, it's especially easy, apparently, in the Peach State. There's so. also a reason why Georgia was picked as the, you know, air quote, swing state that was going to yeah. go after Trump legally yeah. is because Georgia is only one of three states in the nation where the governor does not have pardon power. Did uh, you know that? Yeah. So Kemp uh, couldn't even pardon Trump. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he didn't want to, maybe yeah. he would just for the good of the country, but he couldn't even if he wanted to. Yeah. 
And I, I think if, I mean, I mean, this is like, we're talking crystal ball here, but even if Trump were to, to win the election, um, there are some charges he can't pardon himself on. State char- state convictions don't, yeah, don't apply. Yeah, we got, but, I mean, we got a little problem there, I, which, which we'll get into later. There's also, there, there would also be a legal fight over yeah. whether a state charge could imprison a president anyway yeah, at that point. Yeah. Because federally, you can't charge or you can't indict the president yeah, right yeah, so yeah, at least yeah, by yeah. at least by common practice so there there's a lot to be that's a long ways off yeah 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 so yeah the trial will wrap before the election though mm, i'm i'm pretty confident yeah. that that's going to wrap before the election um that's a lot of people though yeah emotions yeah but find them all i mean it's, but either it's going to be split out or it's going to be an individual or it's going to be yeah. one big trial yeah I actually think... Or charges get dropped for like 16 people. It could be. I actually think that their legal strategy should be to keep it all grouped together. Yeah. They have a stronger case all together to beat Rico and to beat these other bullshit trumped up charges. Yeah, but we also... And this is the the dark underbelly of this. The reason why there's so many... You know this. Obviously, there's so many people is because they're hoping that someone might flip the state's evidence. Of course. I mean, you saw... I mean... you saw what happened to I mean it was a federal charge I believe mm-hmm. but like look look at the Michael Flynn yeah you know yeah. and also I mean look at, <laughs> I mean our favorite show The Sopranos when Uncle Junior gets that Rico yeah. trial remember it bankrupted him yeah this is well, like a mil- this is this is gonna be millions of dollars we'll see who might rat I'm not uh, I don't think I don't uh, know that any of them are gonna uh, I don't mean the cast aspersions on the guy but I wouldn't be shocked if Meadows does. He, Maybe he flipped Maybe. on the on the J six select That's committee. True. You know, it's just like Rudy. No, Rudy solid, but Mark. Yeah, I don't know. And the some of the other people, Jenna Ellis. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, yeah I don't know. I'm, I don't but know like Jeffrey Clark and Eastman, I trust yeah. Jenna Ellis. I don't trust. Um, but there's quite a few others named there. But uh, you wrote a story the other day. Yeah. About some of the most ridiculous, outrageous. Yeah. Uh, I guess points of evidence that they have in yeah. here, yeah. things like retweets yep uh encouraging people to watch hearings about the election yeah. they're on basically cable yeah, television they're, they're, they're trying to jail trump for basically telling people his supporters to watch television yeah and you know jonathan turley had a, had a good analysis basically like the fulton county da it's like you know let's charge trump with everything under the sun and let god sort it out mm-hmm. uh john hinderaker i hope i'm pronouncing that right <laughs> uh over at powerline blog was like Who's an attorney? He's like, where's the beef? Mm-hmm. Where there's nothing illegal that I could see that relates to Trump or that would warrant a grand jury investigation. Yes, there's some allegations of perjury, but that's that's not Trump related. Mm-hmm. Um, access to the voting machine that's not Trump related. He's like, what? What? Where is this? And he also said that you know it's not illegal to pursue legal action for mm-hmm. a recount in an election. Mm-hmm. That's the point of this indictment it's to it's a shot across the bow to all republican candidates past present and future yeah. to never challenge election results and that is not how this is that's unconstitutional mm-hmm. so you know that's well that's, that's what they're trying to do they're trying to the say that you can't indictment. ever question the integrity of an election yeah. ever again and if you do and if you, you do you're, you're gonna go to jail yeah you're committing yeah. fraud you're, con- yeah. you're conspir- you know conspiracy racket racketeering apparently but i don't remember when stacy abrams oh, got yeah? indicted for uh, questioning the about, results of an election what about this guy named al gore yeah al gore barack obama huh 
in in oh after the oh uh, four reelect. You know, mm-hmm. it's a whole bunch of senators got up there. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton did was was a part uh, of that crew too. Literally, Hillary worked with Obama yeah. when he, Obama was president. Yep. To subvert the legitimate election of Donald Trump the first time yep. through the Russian collusion hoax. Absolutely. And no one ever even went to jail for that. Nope. So, you know, you're why? telling me yeah. that some tweets are what? Apparently they're jailworthy? Apparently they're incriminating evidence. Yeah. And you know what? Let me tell you something. It, it, it's, it all gets back to, remember how now the global media is saying it, this is not about free speech. Yeah. It is about free speech. Of course. That's exactly why all those Democrats never went to jail. Besides the obvious bias whatnot. But it's, it's constitutional protected speech. Yeah, well, they're they're saying that he tried to force Raffensperger to, which is the Secretary of State, and he's a real piece of shit, yeah. mind you, yeah. to uh, create these eleven thousand votes. No. That's not what no. he meant. No. He was, Anyone who's worked in politics yeah. before knows that he meant to find the eleven thousand votes through a recount and audit process. Yeah, right. To find where you could potentially make up ground in the count. Yeah. He was talking politically under free speech to this yeah. person. So – And it was basically an inquiry. Right. It's like he was basically saying, oh, so if that's the margin that Joe Biden won by, I need this margin yeah. to make this you know, Anyone who's worked in politics before knows exactly yeah. what he's talking yeah. about. It's and election even, talk. And even Turley mentioned that. He's like, you know, he's like, there's nothing incriminating about that call. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's – uh. I love how we always get back to it's Trump and his damn phone calls that the libs always like to hang Iran, at, right? you know, right? Ukraine, this. Which Ukraine, perfect phone call. Yep. He was actually right about that. Yep. Whoa, what a shocking turn of events, right? So, yeah. Was, that's, it, was it Kevin Sorbo? I'm no longer a conspiracy theorist. Uh, call me the, I'm the guy who was right about everything all along. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, you have to ask yourself here. It is, you know, and th- this will be portrayed as anti-Trumpism, which is outrageous. Everybody knows that I love President Trump. You know, I just happen to have a difference of opinion on who would be best for the nominee right now for the party. Yeah. We're going to talk about 2024 in a little bit. But you have to ask yourself, is Trump going to be able to defeat all this? You know, we're talking 100, I think 100 charges now. At least. Uh, across the board. Yeah. That's not even counting that they may come after him for other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you wrote yeah, about, second, about yeah. how uh, Trump might be facing a fifth indictment. Yeah. Here. It's over the fake elector scheme, which, in, again, in where? In Arizona. In Arizona. And of okay. course, you know who's pushing for that is Katie Hobbs. Well, so, of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Because she rigged her own election. Yeah, and it doesn't you know? help that, you know, you have former Republican governors like Doug Ducey and Jan Brewer kind of saying that there might be some dis- disciplinary action regarding that. Okay. It was bad legal advice by Eastman. It was. It was uh, yeah, bad legal. Yeah. But guess what? It's not illegal mm-hmm. to take bad legal it's advice. It's part of the political process. Yeah. It's not bad legal advice to, to take that, you know. So, again, this circus might not be over. I hope to God it is. <laughs> For yeah, obvious reasons, we'll because we still have many. We have many, enough. We have, we have enough, enough here. But let me tell you, after this story, this fourth indictment, if it dies down, guess what? Guess what? We have to circle back to mm. the Hunter Biden stuff. Yeah. So, well, but they're also counting on the fact that these trials are going to be starting up. That's going to drive the narrative nonstop. Yeah. Um, and you know, really, the obviously, the objective here is to just crush Trump. Yeah. That's the point, right? Um, one of the Democrats' side missions on this 
is to potentially get him to be the nominee because they they think, they think be that he's be. more beatable. Yeah. Um, you know that's backfired on them once before. Yeah, and I don't in think, 2016. Yeah. I don't think with with Biden potentially facing impeachment hearings next year. Mm-hmm. If the, if more things you know uh, drip out of this uh, bribery well, tell, scheme, I'm telling you, I'll tell you what I think that uh, the developments here with the special counsel being appointed further reinforces my prediction that he will not be running for re-election. Ooh. So yeah, remember we're only in August. Yeah, it's a lot uh, of fun. A lot of. Fun. I think that by the end of October, it's going to look so obvious to him that, he <laughs> that he'd be much better off not running for re-election. Riding his final years out in the presidency, uh, giving his son a pardon right after the 2024 election, and getting out. Yeah, keeping, but, keeping all that money. Oh, of course, yeah. Keeping all that money now. Um, but the special counsel was appointed, and there's a couple things with the special counsel appointment. Uh, it's clearly a strategy by the DOJ and the Biden administration to appoint this guy. Weiss, right? Yeah, yeah David Weiss. Yeah. The special counsel to keep him from testifying to Congress as part of the impeachment oh, yeah. inquiry. Classic Stonewall. Classic Stonewall. Yeah. And it's not really special because, remember, it, the special counsel is supposed to be someone from outside the Department exactly. of Justice. Yep. This is the guy who was, who was the U.S. attorney for Delaware who was investigating Hunter Biden before, who tried to charge him twice, got blocked. Um, and then gave him the sweetheart plea yeah, deal. Yeah, plea deal, and allowed some some tax charges to expire via statute of limitations. Uh-huh. So he's not necessarily like a gung-ho uh, law and order guy, obviously, mm-hmm. despite when the media is calling him the Trump-appointed. Which he's US not. Attorney. Yeah. Which he's not. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the most interesting thing about him, honestly, is when Merrick Garland said that, you know, when he tried to sell us the line of, well, we never interfered with these investigations and David Weiss had these extraordinary powers to charge Hunter Biden in any jurisdiction that went beyond special counsel status that he was mm-hmm. seeking. Well, wait a minute. That would require – I mean, it's possible, but that would require a letter from the AG granting him that authority. Right. So where's the letter? Mm-hmm. We'll come back to that later. Well, it's, someone should come back to that later. It's It's – just such bullshit yeah. it's so obvious yeah. and you you have this situation now where yeah they pulled the plea deal off the table because the judge shot it down yeah um but the the plea deal we find out now uh that hunter biden's lawyers are alleging that yeah the plea deal did include future blanket immunity even though that the government is saying that it didn't so God. Who's lying here? Someone's lying. Someone's lying. Someone's normally, doing the lying. Normally, line. I'd say it would be the crackhead's lawyer, but for some reason, I'm tending to believe them because we saw the plea agreement, yeah. and you look at the way that it's written, it certainly could be interpreted by a favorable judge that it did include immunity for any crimes committed in the past that aren't part of this prosecution, yeah. which would be the clear motive. It's essentially a backdoor pardon. Yep. That's what they were going for. So he is—he's a sneaky old man, that Joe. Joey B. Yeah. Joey B. Um. Yeah, he loves. Never mind. He uh, loves what? Never mind. What? No, no. You uh, can't just something, leave that dangling. Something, something. Children, you fill the blanks. Oh, um, touching children? Uh, may, maybe the touching uh, his granny. Sh- sh- Ashley. Well, we know that that's true. That's, that he, she he wrote showered. in the diary. Yeah. Yeah. The diary that was confirmed real, by the yeah. way. And Remember the, how they said that was fake? Yeah. And then the FBI. Just like the Hunter Biden was, laptop was fake. Wasn't the FBI fake? that raided the, the yep. people who had it? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, they would do that for a fake. Yeah. What happened but, to that story? Mm-hmm. Well, he pr- proves that he's, you know, a questionable individual. So, of course, they had to bury that. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about the uh, Hunter Biden Burisma developments here that you yeah, wrote about, right? Yeah, yeah. What's going on there? Well, first of all. And the bank records. The bank records. Well, let's talk about Joe Biden's odd request through Hunter to Burisma mm-hmm. when he was still vice president. Apparently, Burisma's then-functioning website had pictures of Joe. Yeah, all I over that. the place, yep. all over, and then through his, uh, through the VP's legal counsel, I forget her name, basically shot an email to Hunter, being like, who was on the board at the time, can you take down these images? Mm-hmm. I thought that Joe Biden didn't know anything about Hunter Biden's business well, dealings. That's what they said. That's what they said. The illusion of access, that talking point, which is already bullshit, got another, you know, Tom uh, Katana whacked the face <laughs> when. You know, we found out that through Hunter's bank records, he he was paid twenty million from Ukrainian and Central Asian oligarchs. Mm-hmm. So illusion of acts. There's no illusion if you're getting paid twenty million dollars. Oh, so of course. You know, again, it's something that we kind of knew, but now we have. Well, I just love that all of these <laughs> these things keep slipping. Right? Yeah. It's from they never talked. To oh yeah they, they talked, talked all the time and uh, it was an access it was the illusion of access right it was the it's illusion just, of access by the way what they, were the Biden selling yeah, no one they say. they wheeled out the same his name is his name's Congressman Dan Goldman pure borderline he's retarded he's, he's the one that actually kind of maybe we should be thanking because his line of inquiry during the IRS whistleblowing hearing mm-hmm. paved way for the special counsel appointment which. Jonathan Turley tweeted, he's like, basically, he was saved by the bell because yeah. his time expired. But he's like, he, he got to the gist of it, which was <laughs> Joe yep. Biden knew the whole time. And then he tried to whitewash that. Then he tried to sell this line about the illusion of access. Democrats should just stop. He, he should go into a drawer and go away. Because yeah. he's up everything. Mm. Everything. Um, also, he doesn't need this. You know, he's the heir to the Levi Strauss. Oh, of course I know what that. What the yeah. hell is he? What the, these people who are worth millions? He's of one of. He's also doing? one of the worst uh, offenders of questionable trading oh. of stocks hey, by God. congressmen. Yeah, uh, we'll go. I'll stop short of outright accusing, accusing him, him yeah. of insider trading, but allegedly he's made some questionable trades. Yeah. And he was also <laughs> the lead counsel during the first uh, first. Yeah, yeah, the first impeachment, yeah. proceed, uh, Trump impeachment, yeah. which was a disaster. So I don't know what the, he just looks kind of and retarded. he attacked our good friend Julio he when did. Julio was testifying in front of Congress. Yeah. So Dan yeah. Goldman could go himself. Yeah. Um, well, Julio like clotheslined the shit out of him. Oh my destroyed. god! Yep, like I was there. You weren't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Bidenomics. Everybody knows the economy's. We're talking uh, inflation's going down. We oh have a we have strong jobs growth oh, and inflation and unemployment hit an all time low. What are you talking about? I forget. Did we talk about the inflation? No, the inflation report came out after last episode. Yeah. Of course, I was right. Oh, month it over was month. A little yeah, bit, it's it was up. It's horrible. It was up. It's, it's what and like eighteen percent now. <laughs> and, and the funny part was, remember, I was talking about the propaganda of them saying inflation's down. Oh yeah. And even though the report said it was up, yeah. They said inflation was down. <laughs> CNN. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so we're just going outright lie at this point because the number literally was up. It wasn't even that they could yeah. they could uh, spin the number, yeah. right? It oh. was outright up. Oh, they've they've tried. I mean, yeah, 
a few weeks ago, ABC News tried to say that inflation is down, but price of common goods is up. Mm-hmm. So inflation is down, but if you go to the grocery store, everything's expensive. Well, I'll tell you what's going to be really interesting is uh, it seems to me, and this is not financial advice, but it seems to me that the stock market is about to really take a hard turn. Um, the bottom's going to fall out pretty hard yeah. here, I think, over the next few weeks. Everybody cash out. No, no, not financial <laughs> advice. Run not to your banks. Advice. Run. Grab your money. No, no. That won't help you. <laughs> <I know. laughs> take, uh, out, take out your cryptocurrencies. Yeah, not financial advice. Uh, but <laughs> the – see, the stock market is very much a um, PR thing when it comes to the economy, right? Because yeah. the economy can be really shit. Which is but funny if, given that it's ordered chaos. Right. Yes. But if the stock market <laughs> is up, it gives this vibe that, oh, you know, maybe things are okay, right? Yeah. Now, if the economy shit and the market's taking a shit and trillions of dollars of wealth are being wiped from people's retirement accounts and brokerage accounts, then that really drives the narrative and gets people panicking and worried. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think that that's what we're going to see develop here over the next few weeks to a month period, not financial advice. Uh, but Michael Burry, who famously predicted the 2008 financial crisis by shorting against residential mortgages, which had essentially never been done in our history before because they were considered so safe. Right. So safe. Yeah. He made a ton of money off of it. Right. Yeah. Billions. He now has shorted the market again. In massive amounts, $1.6 billion trade shorting the market now, 93% of his entire portfolio he just put into it, right? So not saying he's going to turn out to be 100% accurate, but the fact that he's willing to cough up that much means that he is – I mean, and he famously always bets against the market. He's like me. He's, you know, but to to, to throw your on the table like that, there's got to be something. Well, he sees so. all the he sees the troubled waters with the commercial real estate market. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a ton. That, there's a ton, right? But and you know, I've been talking about this behind the scenes. Yeah. Just the overall technicals of the market. You know, it fell below the moving average, which is always a bad sign. So, you know, not financial advice, but did want to warn y'all. Um, <laughs> not financial advice. Uh, <laughs> moving into the smorgasbord <laughs> segment here. Uh. Let's see, we got a lot of mad stories in here. Yeah. So let's talk about Hawaii, of course. Terrible yeah, things that happened. Yeah, terrible. In Hawaii. The whole island has been burned to ash. Well, this is Maui, right? Maui. This isn't I mean, the main not, island, yeah. but Maui, you know, has yeah. 13,000 residents, I think. Yeah. Basically, everything totally destroyed. Yeah. Um, Biden refuses to go. Um, he said he'll go sometime. I think you know, next week now. Well, he remember, he took his 10-day vacation to the beach. Oh, yeah, because he had two days of work, and now he has to take half a month Came off. back to the White House, like he said, for two days. Yeah. Went back to the beach yeah. for a four-day weekend and was asked at the beach, when are you going to go visit Hawaii? You know, you're not doing anything. You're sitting here on yeah. the beach. Yeah. He just smirked and said no comment. No comment. Got ripped for it. Then right finally, so. yeah, then finally caved in. Um, and said, yeah, I'll go at some point in the near future. Yeah. Well, that's because, well, remember, the, the, the reason why he wasn't going immediately is because he didn't want to distract him from the relief efforts. Which I can understand. It is an island. Right? It is. There's limited resources. 
you know, the most really effective way would be for just him to fly over in Marine One and survey the damage. Really, it just provides, you know, a little bit of a morale True, boost. but they don't – people – Bush did that with Katrina and it was a disaster. Well, I would argue what Biden's doing here with Katrina is worse. Yeah. I mean – or it's his own Katrina essentially. Yeah. How many I, people yeah, died yeah. in Katrina? It, it was it was, it was, was it Was it more than a thousand? I don't – I, 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 I got to double check. I don't check that. Um, but this is one of the most de- deadliest wildfires in the oh, modern yeah, it was history. Oh, yeah, it was Yeah, I can see this. Dude, it's a category. The city's yeah. underwater. I mean, below yeah. sea level. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So be, we're not going to relitigate this, but yeah, yeah. that's what you get for building a city below sea level. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Okay? You know, just saying. But uh, um, this is this is de- this is this the fire is deadlier than the uh, camp the camp road fire. Well, it's the, it's the deadliest wildfire in over 100 years yeah. in the United States. Yeah. Um, Very sad. Oh, I'm surprised that uh, that uh, Biden's not jumping to run there because he would, you know, should be using this for his climate change propaganda. Oh yeah, for even sure. though it has nothing to do with climate no, change. No, it doesn't. Um, Dangerous winds and electrical wires. Yep, cause fires. Happens. Um, but there's so, yeah, there's going to be some investigations about this because apparently the warning system, the warning system sound. didn't go off. Hawaii Electric, which is like the main company, mm-hmm. supplies like ninety three percent of electricity to the to, to to the state's residents. They knew that cutting off the power to areas that were being impacted by dangerous winds was an effective mitigating policy. Mm-hmm. California, that, does yeah, all California the time. does all the time. They knew about it, but they never implemented it. Mm. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of hearings, I think, and there should be. Yeah, probably. Um, it's now the death toll is now over a hundred. There's it's going to go hard. Yeah, there's over a thousand people still missing. Yeah, it's definitely going to go. Um, they're I all mean, dead. Yeah, I mean, you see that there's people that they're floating in the water to get out of the way of the well, fire. Well, moves so I mean, quick. Yeah, you know that's yeah. it's one of those things. Yeah, but well, because there's a there's a, a hurricane Dora is is the cause of those. Winds. The hurricane was right offshore. Yeah, it was right off the coast, and so they were getting gusts, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty miles an hour. Yeah. And so that, you know, pushed yeah. those fires. Yeah, talk about pouring kerosene on the fire yeah. when it comes to those conditions. It is actually, it's horrible, but, it's, you know, it's just like now he goes to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, has he gone to East Palestine, Ohio yet? No, no. But they're not comparable in terms of destruction. Palestine. Palestine. Yeah. yeah. I said yeah, that right. Yeah. I mean, they're not comparable in terms of disaster, in terms of destruction. Well, that destroyed but, the whole city. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you still got to go. It's, you're, yeah. you're the president. Now it's like, well, I avoided that. Trump country town, mm-hmm. and now yeah. I'm going to deep blue Hawaii. Well, but he also yeah. is still spitting in Hawaii's it's face, a state yeah. that voted for him by two to one. Yeah. Um, and because he's going to give them $700 checks oh. in disaster assistance wow. while he simultaneously asks for $24 billion for Ukraine. Yeah. So how does that math that up? Yeah. He's going to spend about $10 million on Hawaii, but $24 billion on Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And U.S. public opinion on the Ukraine oh, issue is radically yeah, shifting. People are, don't want to, no more money. It's almost up to sixty percent now. Are yeah. against us yeah. funding this war. No more money. Um, and so it's going to be a very interesting topic of yeah. the twenty twenty four election. I honestly think that on August, especially on the Republican side, yeah, for sure. I honestly think on August tenth when he when he declared a federal disaster zone, he thought his work was done. Yeah, honestly, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and FEMA's and, trying to do cleanup for him. As they well, are, they're, they're, and, and I understand that his staff doesn't want to rush him because it is a long trip. He's old. We all see what happens mm-hmm. when he does actual work. He gets gassed, and he has to go on vacation for like two and a half months. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's the job, though. Yeah, gaff mm-hmm. machine, gaff prone or not, you gotta get. Your-
ass out there. Six billion dollars in damage has just been happening. Entire communities have been destroyed, and you're just going to sit on the beach and be like, no comment. As he was asked specifically about the rising death toll, not about the fires in general. Yeah, no yeah. comment. You empathy, Joe. Remember empathy? Well, remember we, we were told. Based his whole that we he was the most empathetic out there. He turned out to be a piece of shit. We all knew he was a piece of shit. Yeah, we but, all knew that. Too. You know, you know and, and the liberal media still lies and says he's oh, it's such a great, decent man. We all know, you know, no, otherwise he touches little kids. He allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. All right. So what else we got here? The CNN segment. Tone deaf CNN segment. What was that? Oh my god! It was John King and Dana Bash, mm-hmm. and they basically were talking about how GOP voters are like they might be good people, good church going people, terrific people, fine people, but they're all conspiracy theorists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like yep. guys, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the network that was the on the front line of pushing the Russian collusion hoax, a conspiracy theory. Yep. Is gonna lecture us about, you know, oh, well, there's, and there's, apparently it's because there's too much conservative media, mm, and that they oh, yeah. and that and that none of people trust CNN and other outlets. It's because you yeah. lied to us about not just the Russian collusion hoax. You lied to us about COVID. You uh-huh. lied to us about everything. Oh, January sixth about the election. 6th, uh, so, and so that's a great segue here. Yeah, the January sixth committee. Uh, did something very interesting yeah. with some evidence. Yeah. What was that? Uh, they, like, destroyed the evidence. Mm-hmm. They didn't catalog everything, despite a direct order from Speaker McCarthy that everything be preserved. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that the communications with the Biden White House during this investigation has been lost. Mm-hmm. So this event, which we've been told, was worse than Pearl Harbor. Worse than 9-11. Worse than 9-11. Yeah. A king to, uh, uh, you know, similar to, to Fort Sumter. And, you know, struck at the core of our institutional fabric of this mm-hmm. country is now, uh, they just didn't give a shit, apparently, to catalog everything properly. Mm. Funny. It's almost as if it was a political circus and a tactic to uh, attack Republicans and Donald Trump. Oh, wait, it was. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Such, oh, a, yeah. such a landmark event for the left. Yeah. It shook them. It shook them so much that they couldn't even preserve evidence. Yeah. Well, another win for the Biden administration was uh, the surrender of Afghanistan two years ago. Oh, God. When, of course, you mean our departure? Yeah. <laughs> Remember if he it's called him that? Departure. Yeah, he was. He was like he was like we the PA guy at Reagan Airport. We surrendered it with, along with all of our equipment and guns, which the Taliban now still gratefully uses to this day. Uh, we're finding out some very new information from uh, the great book um, regarding this. Uh, Surrender, I guess you would call it, disastrous, terrible surrender. Um, and the title of the book, Cobble, the Untold Story of Biden's Fiasco and the American Warriors Who Fought to the End, uh, by co-authors Jerry Dunleavy and James Hassan, uh, has a ton of new, very important information. I mean, we're finding out stories every day here, um, how... Marines were ordered to clean up trash and human remains in the airport before leaving Afghanistan. Um, how the commander of the forces two times denied taking a Marine sniper taking out the suicide bomber. I mean, all kinds of just absolutely terrible things that we, you know, we kind of knew, but, you know, having it in, in writing is something, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's everything is compiled. 
yeah to detail yeah. this shit show yep uh that that occurred yeah that led to 13 american soldiers being killed in a terrorist attack mind you yeah at and, the airport and we have you know a new report um about how the taliban was violating every aspect of of letting us leave and attacking us troops and that the biden administration and the pentagon brass including uh millie and austin were lying about it oh. uh how how terribly the biden uh family how joe biden himself and the pentagon brass and his administration treated the gold star families of these fallen heroes oh the one when he looked at the watch yeah i mean it's over you know it's it's just unbelievable so the book is really great yeah. and it's out and available now highly highly recommended by some great people I, I am just shocked that a bunch of terrorists didn't heed to the withdrawal demands that yeah. this decrepit yeah. old man yeah. outlined and said remember if they attack us mm -hmm. that's the red line to go back in well obviously that was yeah a i know um of course the debate is looming one week from today. We will have two episodes for you next week, <gasps> Tuesday and Thursday. We will have debate preview on Tuesday. We're going to discuss the state of the 2024 race with our good friend, managing editor of Town Hall, Spencer Brown. Um, and so we're going to save the 2024 talk for next week because there's a lot to do. But no one else has qualified for the debate since we've talked last week. Trump, DeSantis, uh, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, Christie, Pence, and Doug Burgum. Um, watch Bergen clean up. That be we, we don't know if Trump's going to show up. Uh, my bet right now is I, no. I think no, but he very well could. We don't know yet. Um, and he's going to have to surrender to Georgia authorities within the next week. So that's going to be, uh, of course, fun. highly anticipated. Fun. Yeah. So just fun. Of course, we will have full coverage of the debate for you at townhall.com. We're going to have two episodes next week, Tuesday and Thursday. Um, we're going to wrap up today with the clip of the day, which is actually the Biden word of the day, his new creation. Jeez. Oh, All right. <laughs> his new his new creation. We got it for you right here. When I signed the bipartisan infrastructure again, which which Ron Johnson and his friends didn't vote. They all voted against. The what? The bipartisan infra launcher? Infra launcher. Yeah, that's what I got out of it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so infra obviously it's the bipartisan infrastructure, which of course was just a giveaway to all of his liberal friends. Sounds like a gun from Goldeneye. A, a green takeover of our economy. I mean, the climate change stuff's out of control. I need to find more time to build that into one of our episodes here because. Yeah, we got to talk it, about the dad who uh, bought the electric truck. Yeah, it comped out, and he called it the biggest scam in modern history. Oh, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, we we talked about this. This whole thing is <laughs> just a big scam. So, um, all right. So, of course, if you enjoy Triggered and want to get it uncensored, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code Save America for fifty percent off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. So many of you Triggered listeners are VIPs, and we really appreciate it. it allows us to do what we do. Um, and cover the news that matters because big tech and the government are constantly after us trying to demonetize our articles and our reporting um, and keeping us. They're basically, they're trying to put us out of business so we can't tell you the truth because all they want is state-run liberal media. So we're here for you. If you want to support us, townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off and help us out. Uh, you'll be directly funding us. You'll get a ton of extra VIP content from Matt, Katie, Kurt. Spencer, I mean, the list goes on and on. I promise you, money back guarantee, you will love it. So if you want to help us out and support us, 
We would really, really appreciate it. So if you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com. We get a lot of emails, can't respond to all of them, but I do read all of them. I promise you that. And don't forget, any five-star ratings and reviews go a long way to helping us beat the big tech algorithm in all of your podcast apps. We love you, and we will be back here for another episode of Triggered on Tuesday with a special preview of the first GOP presidential debate of the 2024 election. We'll see you later. See you then.